0: Hey everyone, my name is Adam Barfoot and welcome to episode 6 of the Counseling and Functional Fitness Podcast. This episode is Resilience Part 2 and if you have not listened to Resilience Part 1 yet, I recommend listening to that episode and that is episode 5, so the most recent episode before this one. In this episode, I talk about the importance of asking for help, I talk about relationships that can help you become resilient. I talk about becoming wise, then give examples of resilience in counseling and functional fitness, confirmation bias, and how people can experience the exact same event and be impacted by it in very different ways. And as a disclaimer, during this podcast, I am speaking for myself and my own views, and I am not speaking for any counseling organization or any of my employers. And sponsorship is now available for this podcast through Anchor. On the description of the podcast page on the app that you are listening on, it will say support this podcast followed by a link. And when you click on that link, it will take you to a page where you can put in your information to support this podcast. If you're benefiting from this podcast, I would greatly appreciate the support. And now that private Facebook group, that I mentioned at the beginning of the most recent episode is Up and Running and that private Facebook group is for people who financially support the podcast. It's a great place where we can have discussions about the integration of mental health and physical fitness and where you can ask questions to me as well as the whole group and we can interact with each other. So now let's go ahead and jump into resilience part two. First, I want to look at asking for help. So asking for help is an important part of resilience. Some people believe that they can power through things on their own without asking for help. And that I think really comes from a belief that they should be self-sufficient enough to get through difficult things on their own. So let's look at this. How often have you gotten better truly by yourself? I'm guessing probably not very much. So reading is a huge source of learning for me that I do on my own, but I'm not learning that information on my own. Because when we read, we get to look into someone else's mind and experience their thoughts and we can learn new ways to see the world through the ways that the author sees the world. And if we want to learn and grow and improve, I think an important part of that is reaching out to others for help, whether that's reading or straightforwardly asking someone for their help. And how this relates to mental health and physical fitness I believe that the best counselors have been through counseling and also might currently be in counseling. Also, professional athletes have coaches. So if counselors need counselors and professional athletes need coaches, what and who can we look for in our own lives to heal, improve, and get better in ways that are important to us? And we cannot take someone further than we have gone on our own. That means that to go down the path of self-discovery in counseling, the counselors who have been deepest down that journey themselves can lead others there well. And going back to that point about asking for help being a major part of resilience, no person is truly an island and no one has gotten to where they are on their own. Whether it's reading the stories or insights of others, having a mentor or anything else it is that you may do that involves another person, we cannot become resilient on our own. And one of the best ways to know that we are growing is to get feedback from those who know us best and to ask them where they see us growing and where they think we could grow more. And an important part of relationships can be challenging each other to grow. The relationships that encourage your growth are typically the relationships where the other person is attempting to grow. And really beautiful things can happen when two people come together who are trying to become their best. So the bottom line here is that we cannot become resilient on our own. So if we are going to be resilient, we have to learn from others who have gone before us. We may not be on the same path as them or even have a similar story, but resilience can spark resilience and we can always learn from the story of another resilient person. And there's a quote from Seneca. He says, no man was ever wise by chance. And I think that applies brilliantly to resilience also. So looking at that from no man was ever resilient by chance. If we want to end up at a specific place in our lives and our wisdom and resilience, we have to set ourselves up to eventually get to that place. Just like if we want to become an expert in a specific subject, we will not end up an expert by going through studying on autopilot. But instead of being on autopilot and going through the motions without intense effort, we have to put in the sometimes mundane work of learning, reading, practicing, reflecting, and refining our craft. And this applies to fitness also. We're not going to end up being as fit as we possibly can be by chance. It takes specific work and effort to get to the level of fitness that we may want to be at. We're not going to get better at our weaknesses by ignoring them. And if you want those things to improve, you're going to have to focus specifically on them. If you want to be an elite athlete, you have to put in those hours that no one else knows about. You're going to have to go to the gym on days where you don't want to be there. You might not want to put in the work that day, but on the competition floor, when that time comes, you'll be glad you put in those hours and that effort. If you want to set yourself apart, you're going to have to put in the effort and the hours that no one else sees. And resilience is a topic I'm very passionate about. If I did not believe that people can become stronger by going through difficult circumstances, I would not be working as a counselor or as a coach at two different CrossFit gyms, especially in my counseling work as I work with children who have experienced trauma. If I did not believe in the strength of the human spirit and the possibility of resilience, I would not be working with children and I would not be working in the mental health field. And I would also not be working as a coach at two different CrossFit gyms if I did not believe that seeking out discomfort has the potential to make people better and stronger, both mentally and physically. And going back to that Seneca quote that said, no man was ever wise by chance, if we want to become wise, we have to put in the work of being able to put that knowledge to use. I think that being wise is being able to relate topics that we learn about to our own life and to the lives of others. We have to relay that information in understandable ways. The people I see as the wisest people are those who can put incredibly complex topics into simple ways that are very profound. And next, moving on to something that's called confirmation bias. So confirmation bias, it it means that we interpret new things we learn as confirming something we already believe. And with confirmation bias, it's interesting that we typically find what we're looking for. So what we might already believe or what we feel like we're already convinced of, we take that new information in as evidence for what we already believe. So talking about finding what we're, what we're looking for, if we are looking for reasons to be mad, we'll find reasons to be mad. If we're looking for the faults of others constantly, it won't be difficult to find those faults. On the other hand, when we look for reasons to experience joy, we will not have trouble finding reasons to be joyful. And when we look for people's strengths, we will see those strengths. So when we look for opportunities to be resilient, we'll find that life is full of opportunities for resilience because it can be so easy to try to hide from responsibility in our lives and taking responsibility for our lives. When you look for opportunities to take responsibility for your successes and your shortcomings, you'll find them. And there's a quote from Heraclitus that I really like. He says, No man ever steps in the same river twice, for it's not the same river and he's not the same man. And this is a quote that has really sparked a lot of deep thought for me. So I'd like to look at this in regards to counseling. And with this... So two people can experience the exact same event and be impacted by it in very different ways. And even if someone goes through a similar event twice, he or she is not the same person they were as the first time that event happened. And no two people are going to experience any event in the exact same way in the way they think about the event and in the ways that the event impacts them. And looking at this quote as it applies to counseling, so sometimes when people go to counseling, they want to have a counselor who has experienced the same life situation or circumstance that they experienced, but the thing with this is just because a counselor experienced the same event as a client that does not automatically mean that the counselor is an expert in that subject and we can look at this as going through a specific situation doesn't automatically make you an expert on that situation and this is true for counselors. And we are constantly changing and adapting in our thoughts, emotions, and behaviors. If we encounter a similar circumstance more than once, we are not the exact same person that we were the first time we experienced that circumstance. So whether it is our thoughts, emotions, or behaviors, the way that we are processing things and thinking about things, feeling things, and behaving is constantly changing. And wrapping this episode up, this goes back to things I talked about in Resilience Part 1. So the last episode is that the definition, my definition of resilience being the skill and character trait of incorporating difficult experiences into the person we are now. Hardship can make us into a better person but it does not automatically turn us into a better person we are changed either way by difficulty trauma and hardship but we are not automatically changed for the better and being changed for the better takes diligent work and focus Hey everyone, hope you enjoyed the episode. You can follow along with Counseling and Functional Fitness on Facebook and Instagram. You can contact me by emailing fitness at gmail.com or by messaging Counseling and Functional Fitness on Facebook and Instagram. See you next time.